Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning out there. I know we don't have our snow like we would like to have on a white, uh, well, it's not Christmas yet, but um, but I love the weather out there right now. And, and you know, that's the, that's the thing. We need to be thankful for everything. I say that a lot, I know, but God wants us to be thankful for what we see and not murmur and complain. But today I'd like to share... Um, we had a tradition, we still do, um, when my dad was here, we would have Christmas Eve at our house and with all the grandkids and, and everybody. And, and the thing is, before we would do anything, I mean, well, we ate first, but before we would sit down to open presents or, or share anything like that, we would always take and read uh, out of Luke, the birth of Christ, um, you know, the story. You know, the thing is, we celebrate Christmas because of this. And, and I know it's not the day that it, he was really born and, and things, but the thing is, it's a day that we lift the Lord up and acknowledge him. And so many times we get so um, thrown to the side of really what Christmas is about. You know, Jesus gave everything that he had and as Christmas comes, you know, I, my my most favorite thing is giving. I love to give. I love to give to people. I love I love to do that. And you know, I think that it's something to where instead of receiving and thinking, "Oh, what am I going to get?" We need to really look at what what can I really give? And it doesn't have to be a big present or anything, but you know, just a smile. If you're walking down and you give a smile to somebody, just watch how sometimes that will lighten their, make their, them feel so much better. You know, just a smile to somebody or a compliment. You know, I know one day I gave a lady a compliment. She way away from here, but, and I, I just said something to her and she looked at me and she goes, oh, she says, oh, thank you so very much. You don't realize what you do just by the little things. And, you know, when you do that, you the Bible tells us when you do it unto the least of these, you do it unto me. And the thing is, so while you're out today and tomorrow and all next week, just try to show that you care. You know, I heard somebody say yesterday, well, I just don't really care. Well, we need to care. We need to we need to be concerned of our actions, and we need to really be concerned of how we're representing the Lord. It's something to where we are. Um, he told us that you know we we are His 
we are his light. It tells us in, in John. And the thing is, you know, Jesus lives within us when we ask him into our hearts. And the thing is, he's the one that we should be representing. Does our actions represent the Lord? Do the things that we say represent what God would want us to? Something to think about. So the, we always read the, the, the Bible story. And so tomorrow or today, whatever, take time out and sh- share with your family and, and bring Jesus into that celebration. You know, he's there and he loves you. He loves the praises of, our peop- of us. And the thing is, it's something to where just don't forget what the reason is for so it's in Luke, the second chapter, and I'm going to apologize now because sometimes I don't say words exactly right, pronounce them right, but it's in Luke, the second chapter, and we're going to read verse 1 through 20. So if you'd like to get your Bible and follow along and read it, that's great. But, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed, and this taxing was first made when Cyrus was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every one, into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child, And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her, excuse me, her firstborn son and wrapped him in squaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away, from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us. And they said, Excuse me, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby laying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they who heard, if wondered 
at those things which were told by them. And Mary kept all these things and pondered in, in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. You know, that was a wonderful thing. And and it was there was a plan. And the thing is, you know, if you read on down in the scriptures, it talks about how the king was going to have all later on in life, but have the 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 male male babies killed at a certain age and the thing or killed uh, at that time and God had a plan and it it was fulfilled just like he has a plan for your life he has a plan for our life if we give him our life and let him use it he has a plan already worked out and sometimes we don't understand different things that we have to go through or or things that happen along the way. But all of those things sometimes are things that can lead us to the right place or the right time to meet the right person, to, to share God's love with someone, or, or you know, just, just different things like that. You might go today and, and, and God will say, you know, I want you to do this. And what it's doing, it's preparing you for maybe a week from now or maybe a year from now. You ever thought about that? God has a plan for you and me just like he did with this plan where he sent Jesus, his son. He sent the only thing that made, you know, that was his son. And the thing is, it's something to where we don't understand that. And and it's something to where we need to thank God and thank him for the things that he does and has done for us. There's many things that sometimes they work out and and some people will say, oh, well, that was a coincidence. No, that was the hand of God. God works in so many areas and sometimes we fall short to see that it really was God working out something. You know, I, I, uh, I know I probably shared it before, but back years ago in December, The Lord had told me to quit my job. I was living in St. Louis area, and uh, the Lord had told me, he says, I want you to give your two weeks notice. And I said, Lord, why? And I I never really had God really speak to me where I knew that it was him. And anyway, I had him do that twice in a week. And I said, okay, I'll go in on Friday, and I'll give my two weeks notice. I don't know why I have to come back to Florida. I don't know why, and I don't understand it. But I know that, you know, I'll listen. So that morning, I <clears throat> my boss called, and he said, I want you to come get my truck and take, and take employees to and from work today. I said, okay. So it had snowed. It, the mo- it had broke records of snow. And it was one of the coldest days that there had been. It had broke records with that also. And so I took employees from Festus, Missouri, all the way up to St. Louis, just back and forth and, and taking everybody home. And I was taking my last employee home for the day. And this guy lost control and come on our side, and that's why we had the wreck. Well, when they came to get 
well, they had to get us out with the laws of the jaws of life. And anyway, long story short, the guy um, that came and got the truck, he said, well, those people didn't make it out alive out of that truck. And the, the, they told him, they said, yes, he did. Yes, they did. All three of them did. God had a plan and the enemy wanted to deter it. I really believe that that was, you know, something that the, that the enemy did. Needless to say, then, you know, I had to come home. I had to have my mom take care of me for a long time. And and she she was very gracious to do that. And, you know, excuse me. Those things, it wasn't God that caused that wreck. It wasn't God at all. But the thing is, it's something to where I came home and then was able to do some of the things I needed to do. I got to work in the Christian school, and it was it was really awesome. But it's something to where sometimes, I'm not saying, you know, not listen to God. The thing is, I was getting ready to listen, or I was doing what I was supposed to do, and, and was getting ready to go come home and do what God told me to do. But the enemy was trying to stop it. So many times when something comes up, when God's told you to do something, sometimes we uh, don't realize that really the enemy sometimes tries to put, throw a wrench in it, so to speak. They, he tries to cause something to happen where you'll change your mind. But God is always in control. That's something, you know, we need to really realize. God is always in control as long as we don't try to take the reins and try to hold on and go left to right or try to do it ourselves. If we allow God to take control of our life and say, Lord, what would you like me to do? Lord, where would you like me to go today? Lord, you guide my footsteps. I know I've said this before. You know, the Bible tells us that the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. You know, the thing is, righteous just means in right standing. So if we're doing what God wants us to do, or we're praying and reading God's word, we've asked Jesus into our heart, ask him to forgive us of our sins, and that we're living that life, and that we're following after him in, in what the scriptures tells us to do, the thing is, he will be able to show us where we need to go or what we need to do or who needs to come in our path. And sometimes, you know, God does send people in our path at the time that we need him. It's something to where it's, it's amazing of what he can do if we just step back and let him. God doesn't need our help in any area. He doesn't need us to tell people what they need to do to change. He wants us to pray for them. You know, we, we cause more damage to people by saying things that God didn't tell you to say. And the sad thing about it is a lot of times we'll say, well, God told me to tell you this. Well, I'd be very take, take and watch how we do that before you do that. Because a lot of times God just wants you to love people and to pray for them and show them that you are the light that he had, that, that he's shining through you.
Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you, Lord, that our footsteps are ordered by you as long as we don't mess it up. Lord, I pray for the ones listening today. I pray, Lord, that you'll just reach down to them and touch their lives. Lord, bless them in a mighty way today in some house. Lord, you know exactly what we have need of before we even ask. And Lord, if there's a need out there that needs to be met, Lord, show us if we can be the instrument to do that. Lord, I love you and I praise you and I thank you for today. I thank you, Lord, that we are celebrating your time, that we're lifting you up, and Lord, that we will remember that you are the reason that we are celebrating Christmas, that you are the one that came to gave your, give your life for us, that we may be saved and be able to come and live with you again in heaven. Lord, we just thank you, and Lord, I just praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and enjoy your families. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day. We cannot be defeated. Because we've got the power. We've got the power. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Yes, we've got the power. We've got the power. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord.